0: Live from Chatterbox Sports Studios, it's Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman. Well, 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 well. Good morning, good morning. A pleasant good Friday morning. The weekend is upon us. Hallelujah. We welcome you to Off the Bench presented by United Dairy Farmers. I'm Tom Brenneman. We come your way Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It sounds like a big crew in here today. More on that in a second. (laughs) You can find us on YouTube slash Shatterbox Sports. We're also, are we on Twitter live again today? We will be in just a second. Okay. I understand thousands of thousands of you have been with us the last couple of days on Twitter. Thank you. If you'd rather join us in podcast form, by all means, search off the bench with Tom Brenneman and you're dialed in. Before we get any further, uh, skeleton crew here today. Casey, could you please give me a full report? As to why you and Mr. Rearing are the only two people here. Um, Tom, I am
1: not entirely sure. I know Reed is at a board event. And I thought thought we were getting Trace back today. He's not here. He didn't answer his phone. He must be busy. So it's just me and Elliot today. Um... Yeah, it's a skeleton crew today. Well, Uh, Everett asked, because I was
0: almost going to jump in and and say it to you. He said, what does board event mean? Explain what that means. A board event.
1: So Chatterbox isn't just a uh, talk show company. We do other things like events. We do high school events, right? We stream the high school events. But we also have a giant video board. And if you've been to the Bash, which... Um, many of you have, but if you've been to the bash, you've seen that video board and we take it to people that pay us to do their events. Um, it could be something as simple as just having a parking sign, a giant parking sign for an event, or it can be like a a band or anything really. And so we sell out that board all year round. And Reed is usually the one that goes and travels. So he's currently traveling to Bowling Green for a video board event. So okay. that's what I mean by saying board event.
2: Yeah. And by the way, I just want to say the best ability is availability. And you know what? I, was, I, was maybe Casey and I, were we asterisks late on Monday? Maybe. I don't know. But I'll (laughs) tell you what, we're always available. Isn't that right, Casey? That's right. We're always always available. This is
0: where you get into internal politics and every single workplace has them. So I come in Monday. There had been a meeting where everybody was supposed to be here at eight o'clock in the morning from now on to get ready for the show. Monday morning, I'm here. I get here a little early. I got a long drive and I'm an empty nester now and. And I'm 60, and so you don't sleep well. You, get, you go to the bathroom a lot during the night. Uh, you, you, not a lot of good sleep. So I just wake up and off you go, you know. And so Trace came in here, and he's looking around on Monday, and he's going, where is everybody? And I said, well, Trace, I said, I told everybody. It's, it's a waste of their time and our time for them to be here at 8 o'clock in the morning. I said, I know we had this meeting. I said, but, you know, everybody gets the job done. And however much time they need to get the job done is cool by me. I said, so I told him, you know, 8.30, 8.45, 9, whatever. No big deal. And then I found out today that he called you guys out
2: publicly. Oh, yes, Tom. Oh, yeah,
1: he did, Tom.
2: Oh, yeah, he did. Publicly. But that's okay. Listen, I, I—, I... Trace is our boss. I, I answer to our boss. I love our boss. So I'm not going to say boo about it. But I will say I am here today. I was fighting a bloody nose. When these seasons start changing from cold to warm and warm to cold, my nose is running amuck. So I I I gotta show up. I gotta I gotta come out for my guys. And that's why I'm here today. Yep. So let's we're gonna have a great show today. We're gonna have a great show today. We are. I, know, I know it's just the three of us. But I as I remember. It was Casey, Quitter Paul, and you for a long time. Yep, That was the way it worked. So I'm going to fill in for Quitter Paul today, basically, is what's happening. And and I've got a bunch of Xavier facts, and and we're ready to roll. Maybe we'll have (laughs) Sean Miller on. That might be too tall of an order.
0: That's right. Uh, I I think it's become quite evident that Big League Paul has full dibs on Sean Miller. Uh, Had his podcast debut the other day. Big League Paul, if you're watching, you're getting killed in the chat today. <laughs> um, I mean, getting killed. Um, I mean, they're all over you. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, everyone wants to know: Is Paul going to be providing XU updates during the season this year? That is a very good question. Well, that's going to be up to
2: you, Tom, because we can have Quitter Paul on, but <laughs> we're going to have to. We're, we, we're going to have to. Talk about the elephant in the room when he comes on every single time. So that's up to the chat. If you want to hear jokes about Paul quitting every single time, that's what you're going to have to hear about. Other than that, I would love to have Paul on. I would absolutely – I mean, we got to have a Xavier guy. There's not a bunch of them running around Cincinnati, so we need one of them. We, let's get Paul. I wouldn't hate it. But, again, this is, Tom, this is Tom's show, and, and he will get Xavier analysis from who he seems fit. If Paul is deemed fit or worthy – after a, a, a quitting like he he provided us that's that's tom's call and i'll and i'll back tom no matter what okay
3: all right <laughs> fair enough
0: i don't know why everybody's on me about this sweater today it's halloween it's i love Bengals it color, i think it's, it's tasteful Tennessee cincinnati yeah. i mean what? you know who's saying bad things about guys, your sweater? What in the world is that burn orange thing i love it, I, 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 think think it's it lo- I think it looks pretty sharp but that's me that's all right. I think it's my, my wife won't tell me it looks good, so I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> uh, you know, we talked about it yesterday, just when we thought it was a done deal that Brock Purdy was not playing this Sunday against the Bengals. Now, all of a sudden, this Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend. Purdy, who is still in concussion protocol from Monday night's loss at Minnesota, I mean, he's running around, slinging it around at practice yesterday. He was officially listed as limited for practice. And he has until Sunday to clear protocol. Would not be a surprise to see Brock Purdy under center on Sunday afternoon. Now, left tackle Trent Williams. He did not practice yesterday. He had an ankle injury week seven. He's a game time decision. We were told Debo Samuel wasn't playing. He didn't practice yesterday either, but was seen running around. A lot of drama here. This is a big one for the home team. There's no debate about that. Started 0-2, went to 1-3, got back-to-back wins leading up to this bye week. Now, this was a game, let's be honest, Casey admitted, Ellie admitted, when the schedule came out, Virtually every one of you, I'm guessing, probably just said that's probably an L.
1: Yeah, if we, if we were being realistic and not being the homers that we are saying that they're going to go we undefeated. We are. That I am <laughs> saying that they're going to go undefeated, which I never said that live on air, but definitely thought it. This is one of those games that you definitely circled and said this is going to be a tough matchup yeah. if they didn't have a, a, a better offensive line. If that was not working out, this was going to be a tough game. But Tom, you said it yesterday. It's not about who you play; it's about when you play them. Yep. And th- without Brock Purdy, without Debo, and possibly their best player, arguably Trent Williams, not playing, I expect our defense to give us an advantage in that field. I think I think that gives us a fair advantage in that in that ball game. I think. They can get after whoever they have back there at quarterback, whether that's Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold, and give them hell. So. Yeah,
2: I I thought it was a loss. I, I I marked this one down as a loss. Every single prediction. I think we did predictions on the show game by game. Every single prediction I gave, the 49ers were going to beat the Bengals. Saying that, I also had the Bengals beating the Titans in every one of those. So it's 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 the NFL is yep. full of parity. You, 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 it's like an eye for an eye. You, you lose one you shouldn't lose. You win one you shouldn't win. So this, you take care of business here. If we're able to beat them without Brock, Purdy, Debo, Samuel, Trent, if we're able to beat them without their whole team, I'll take my win and I'll move on to next week. I, I'm not concerned about that. Drew Garrison, uh, he put out something relevant on Twitter uh, yesterday, I believe it was. He basically said, you know, it's, it's not about how you look at this point. Just get a win. Just get the wins. I disagree a little bit. I do think it matters how you look. The Bengals have looked abysmal on the offensive side of the football through six weeks, seven weeks. This is the seventh, eighth week. Dead now. last in the league. Dead last in the league in offense. They don't score many points. If they do score points, then they just stop it. Something something in their brains, they, it turns off. They can't, they can't score anymore the rest of the game. It's weird. But saying that, you're 3-3, three and three. you're heading into this game, it's an injury-prone 49ers roster. If you're able to uh, steal a win here on the road against a big-time Super Bowl contender, that's fine by me. I don't care how many players they have. I'll take my 4-3 and three record, and I'll move on in Buffalo on Monday night. Sunday night. Sunday night, almost.
0: But I hear you. That's right. I mean, you know. Show up
2: <laughs> Sunday, you show Monday. Monday. All right. <laughs>
0: Kickoff is set this Sunday in Santa Clara at 425. That game, your guys are on the call. Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Love Jim Nance. Lo- I love Jim Nance. I love them both. <laughs> it's a good team. And uh, the sideline reporter is really good. Tracy Wolfson. She does an excellent Tracy Wolfson is good. Yeah, really good. Uh, elsewhere in the AFC North, P.J. Walker makes his third straight start at quarterback for the Brownies. He's trying to go 3-0 in Deshaun Watson's absence. Cleveland travels all the way out to Seattle. Late afternoon start on Sunday. Like the Brownies, Pittsburgh is 4-2. And they will host the white-hot Jacksonville Jaguars Sunday at 1. Jags have won four straight. The division leaders, the Ravens, they're on the road at Arizona. Now, Cardinals quarterback, and let's be honest, when this guy's good, man... He's as exciting a player as there is in this league. Now, for the last year and a half, he's had his ups and downs. And that's Kyler Murray. Um, He signed that huge contract. It leaked out that you know maybe he wasn't preparing like the Cardinals wanted him to prepare on a weekly basis in the film room and study, et cetera, et cetera. Then he gets hurt, out for the year. It's taken him now seven weeks to get back this year. He has practiced this week, but there has not been any word As to whether or not he gets a start, is that still correct, uh, Casey, on Sunday for Arizona? Yeah. For
1: Murray, I did not find anything. I don't think they've named a starter, but he has
0: been practicing in full. Yes. Okay. Now, last night, you talked about the Bills. Um, Apparently, Stephon Diggs had some impassioned pregame speech talking about how Buffalo's come out many games this year and look flat. Well, they came out of the gate strong last night. I mean, the score ended up 24 to 18. A win over Tampa Bay. Josh Allen, he came in with an injured shoulder. He re-injured it during the game, but he threw for two touchdowns. They went to the hurry-up offense. He ran for another touchdown. Buffalo five and three on the year. And as uh, Elliot mentioned, remember Sunday night, not Monday night. Sunday night, Buffalo here at Paycor Stadium. That will be a big
2: league game. Is Demar Hamlin playing? Uh, he, he played last week, I believe. Yeah, he Or is. the week before, but I don't know. He's not a starting – he's not a starter player. I don't know who's in front of him. So, no, you I – I mean, I,
0: But, but I, I knew that he had come back and he was active for a game. So, the chances are very good that he'll be active for this game. There is a
2: chance, yeah. Okay, good. I, I love I, it. I, yeah. that I do know
1: – I do know that he has a injury currently. Okay. So, he may not play this week. Well, obviously, he the game's already happened, so right. – Silly me, but I think uh, – I don't think he played yesterday. Okay. But,
0: but he, he, he might be able to play Sunday. Okay. Well, Sir Boy Wonder says Kyler Murray's a bum.
2: You think he's a bum? I, I'll uh. tell you what. I do think there are there are shades of Johnny Manziel in him. And when I say that, I, I see an undis- uh, undisciplined player. I think he's got a lot of raw talent. I think he's got a lot of speed. He's a very mobile quarterback. But I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think he's been doing things the right way behind the scenes. And that's why I believe he says that. I, I don't think Kyler Murray's bad. Like you said, when Kyler Murray's playing his best, Kyler Murray's probably a top 15 quarterback in the, in the National Football League. There's no, there's no shame on that. Maybe top 10. But the, it, it's been a bad situation in Arizona for Kyler. He probably, he probably should have taken his talents to Major League Baseball. But we'll see.
0: Um, have you guys seen the Johnny Manziel documentary thing, though? Yeah, I did. How good is that? Very good. Man, I just watched it last week. That is an unbelievable documentary. It is. Wow. It's a wild, wild story. It it, it truly is. I I would highly suggest to anybody, if you've got some extra time, what is it, like four episodes, I think? Yeah. Something like that, maybe? Um, Or maybe it's just one big one. I think it's just one big one. Okay, all right. Um, It is. It's just unbelievable. Um, this guy and what was going on and the draft and you know falling off the wagon and I mean it's just it's just incredible this story
1: Tom have um, you seen have you seen the David Beckham documentary I have with, not with the Spice Girl posh drama going on and his children always being surrounded by paparazzi and the and the the kidnapping threats and what all all that I've not seen
2: stuff. that it's a really good documentary okay really all good David you, Beckham David like Beckham, Beckham.
0: Have you watched that one, Zebra?
2: No, and I don't plan to, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if I'm
0: bored one day. (laughs) College football ESPN reports that NCAA investigators have spent the entire week at the University of Michigan to look into this sign-stealing probe. The arrival of the NCAA enforcement staff just a week after the investigation launched is an indication of the priority this case is taken on. Rob Parker, longtime Cincinnati sports writer and sports columnist, now a big TV star, (coughs) Fox Sports Radio, sports anchor in Detroit, he will join us at 11 o'clock to talk about this situation in Ann Arbor. And that doesn't even include the other thing with the recently fired co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss, where that story broke last night, that the FBI is now part of that investigation about unauthorized computer access at Schembechler Hall going back six, seven months ago. This is a never-ending stream for Michigan. It's one thing after the next. And if you're a believer that where there's smoke, there's fire, there is something happening that's not good at Michigan. Something. They're off this week. They're right number 2 in the country and they got a great
2: team. I don't see a way Harbaugh gets out of this one. This is too much piled on one another. I'm not asking I'm not saying fire the man, but I I'm looking at this from a PR standpoint, there's no way he survives yeah, this. Yeah, collateral damage. There's just no I mean there's just absolutely no way Jim Harbaugh survives this wreckage that he has caused. I don't again, I don't want him to be fired. I'm not asking him to be fired. But this is back-to-back-to-back uh, investigations that have hit <laughs> and punishments that are going to hit the University of Michigan. So <laughs> good luck to Jimmy Boy. And hopefully they can get to a playoff. They'll win one last one before the uh, the hammer hits them. Well,
0: A.J. says this Michigan stuff has Tom very uh, amused, aroused. I beg your pardon. That's not true. I, I went on the program yesterday and told, uh, or the day before, about a long-term – now, I wouldn't call it friendship, but certainly more than an acquaintance that I've had with Jim Harbaugh. I like the guy. I really do. I mean, he's a polarizing cat. There's no debate about that, but I always enjoy being around him. I think he's a great coach, uh, but there's whatever's going on there, and who knows? Maybe he has nothing to do with any
2: of it. I don't know, but we're going to find out sooner or later. And I know you're going to talk about it in a little bit. I have one question for you, though, real quick before we move on here. I... I was listening to uh, Colin Coward. I saw a clip of him on Twitter yesterday, and basically he was saying to the the defense of Harbaugh that the, the rule is outdated. Right, five years ago, if you paid a player in college in, in college athletics, you're you're banished from from the sport. You're banished from the world. It's the worst crime of all time. Now the only way to do your job in college athletics is to pay players. You're looking at this rule. It's a rule where if if you set up cameras everywhere which there are, there's cameras all around the stadium, electronics, cell phones, everything you do. Somebody's recording everything. Do you think this rule's outdated?
0: Well, I, there's no question it's an outdated rule. Nick Saban said yesterday, uh, I, I believe on Pat McAfee's show, he said, I just can't understand why in the world we just don't do what the NFL does and put the radio in the helmet and call the plays and you don't have to signal in plays anymore. Yep. I mean, that seems like a slam dunk, but I can't stand it. And in this case cowherd not really he's a talented dude man i mean he, he's got a great show i like his show um y- y- you can't excuse breaking the rules by saying they should change the rules it's fair right that's fair yep i mean i don't think anybody would debate that it's an archaic rule fine but it's still the rule okay and it was the rule that you couldn't pay players well, now all of a sudden we've reached a point in time where it's gone through the legal process. We have NIL, and, and here we are. Guys are getting paid. Good for them. But to, to use the rules should be changed to excuse what has gone on is, to me, it's, just, it's, it's utter nonsense. It's fair. Uh, that's just me. Uh, elsewhere in the Big Ten, big one tomorrow night in Madison, Wisconsin. I mean, after all, when you're undefeated, every game is a big one. Number three, Ohio State to take on the six and two Badgers. That will be one of the wildest environments for a college football game you will ever see. Camp Randall is without a doubt a top three place to go visit for a college football game when they're good, especially at night. Former UC coach Luke Fickle of course, is a former great Ohio State player. Started 50 consecutive games at Ohio State his last three years there. And he was later, for 15 years, an assistant coach there, including an interim head coach after Trestle was fired. Lots of drama in that one. Your University of Cincinnati Bearcats. Will this be the week they end their losing streak, which currently stands at five in a row? They're going to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Home of T Boone Pickens to face Oklahoma State tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Is this the week, Zebra? Absolutely. First Big Twelve win?
2: Absolutely not. This is going to be a thrashing of the. Best. You know what? This will be this will be the week. Satterfield moves on from Emory Jones. How about that? I'll give you that one. This is the week. This is the week. The season dies.
1: <laughs> well, why why is the spread at only minus seven then?
2: I, I did see that, and I am a little concerned. People have, there's some sickos out there that keep betting on UC, like myself, and, and and Vegas knows this. They're gonna, they're just gonna trap people into this game. Oh, only seven? Let's take the Bearcats. Doesn't make sense at all. They should, they should lose by 50. So that's what they're gonna do. I, I respect it out of Las Vegas. I respect the hell out of it. But I'm not falling for their tricks. I'm taking Oklahoma State. I'm taking the, I, I'm taking them all the way, baby. Go Cowboys.
0: All right, that game can be found on uh, ESPN2. The Cowboys are 5 and 2, currently tied for second in the Big 12, one game behind rival Oklahoma. First place in the MAC East on the line tomorrow in A Town. Athens. <laughs> Reigning champ Ohio University hosts the upstart Miami of Ohio Redhawks. That's a 3:30 kick. The Redhawks, oh, they're really They got beat last week, ending a six-game win streak, but more importantly, a season-ending injury to their star quarterback, Brett Gabbard. We hope he's able to come back for his senior year. He's had a great career at Miami. And yes, he's the younger brother of Blaine Gabbard. And that's our quarterback, if you're wondering. Uh, Nationally, some very interesting games to keep an eye on, including number one, Georgia. Now remember, they're without their best player on offense. their tight end, Bowers. It's the first game they've played without him since he went down injured two weeks ago. They're taking on Florida in Jacksonville in what is called, this is the greatest nickname for any college football game. They play every year in Jacksonville, Florida. So they play where the Jags play. And it is called the world's largest cocktail party.
2: I like that one. I like you get any better than that? No, I like that one. I like the Red River one. I, I, I'm trying to think of all the, the Iron Bowl's great. Yep. Yeah. That one's good. The world's large, largest cocktail party has a good one. No doubt about it. Do you think there's any pretty girls at
0: that game, Georgia and Florida? <laughs> I think so. I think there'll be a couple, Tom. <laughs> My college-age son asked me that two days ago. That's the only reason I break. Dad, do you think there's any good-looking girls in that game? Uh, maybe, Luke, maybe. Uh, number six, Oklahoma plays at Kansas. That's no layup. Jayhawks are pretty good. And in the Pac-12, number eight, Oregon, plays at number 13, Utah. You know, you asked a good question today, Casey, and that's going to be one of the games we pick this week. And we'll get to our picks a little bit later on. But what does Utah have to do to get respect from anybody? They have won more games over the past six years in the Pac-12 than any other team. Not the Ballyhooed Nike Ducks. Yeah. Not your Ballyhooed SC Trojans. Oh, disgusting. Not Washington. Not UCLA and the Fighting Chip Kellys. It's Utah. Yeah, and Utah's beating those teams, Tom. That's right. I don't, I don't get it.
1: Like they just always seem to be they it, I think what it is, they might lose a game early on in the season, they get dropped down real far in the power rankings because they don't respect them yet. And then they don't lose another game the rest of the year, and then they just manage to climb their way back into the top 10. It's like, oh, Utah's actually a pretty good team. Yeah they, they've been the, they were the champions last year, right?
0: That's exactly So right. who was Utah's loss? It you, was to or I want to say
2: Oregon State. okay. one of the either them or Washington. I'll double check. One Oregon Oregon State's damn good too if that was if that's who it was.
0: Yeah, that's their only loss. And and look, I I understand why a lot of people doubt um, Utah because Cam Rising, their big star quarterback, uh, who led them to a Pac-12 title last year, got injured at the end of last year, you may remember, and has not played this year. Uh, And they decided to go ahead and redshirt him. But he's one of the top five, seven quarterbacks in the country when healthy. Although I got to tell you, and we talked about it on Monday, if anybody watched that USC-Utah game last night, that final drive by Utah, that quarterback they have, I mean, he looked like Tim Tebow. He ripped off a 35, 39-yard run to get him in field goal range. They kick a field goal, won the game. He, on the play before, had been head smashed in the head, helmet to helmet. The USC player who hit him was thrown out of the game. So here he was. I mean, you guys walking around. Right? <laughs> The next play, he runs almost 40 yards, and at the end of the run, instead of running out of bounds, he lowers his shoulder, and he just blows up a USC defender. And I'm thinking, Tebow, for those of you old enough to remember Tebow, was there anybody better than Tebow? guy was unbelievable. Uh, baseball. Didn't the baseball season start like eight years ago? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Remember when season. the Reds,
2: the Red people forget the Reds' first month and a half was the worst. Like the Reds were on 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 a projection to be one of the worst teams in the league. No, we were all worried in the studio what were we were going to talk about because the Reds were just going to be the world's biggest joke. Yeah, and then now they they turned it around middle half middle half of the year, and then at the end they died again. So it was it was a it was a really this might have been the longest baseball season of my yeah. life. It really might have been all the injuries, everything that happened. It's, what it, it's been an absolute crazy season. I still think they should shrink the season from 162, but that'll never happen, so why even talk about it? But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long one. It's a long one. This one or NBA, which, which do you think is the longer season in terms of just feeling like it's longer? Baseball. I think it's the NBA. I still, NBA, when they're playing in like June, and it's just like, what are we doing here? I, well, this should have ended two months ago.
1: Yeah, the NBA has two seasons. They have the regular season and then they have the playoffs, which is like another two months. Right? I know,
2: that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, not to
0: interrupt.
4: No, it's all right. It's okay.
2: I mean, I threw it
0: out there. Um, but here we are finally. We have reached the World Series. Game one tonight, Arlington, Texas. Between the American League champion Rangers and the National League champion Arizona Diamondbacks. Rangers have never won a World Series title. The Diamondbacks have won one since being an expansion team in 1998. They won it in 2001. Nathan Evaldi gets a ball for Texas. Zach Gallen for the Batlin D-backs. First pitch on Fox at 8 o'clock. And Casey, what would a Friday be without FC Cincinnati? They That's officially right. begin the playoffs Sunday night, facing New York in an opening round best of three series. That'll be at TQL Stadium. Do I remember right? You're going.
1: I am going, Tom. I am going. I actually just uh, Venmoed my wife the money I needed to Venmo her to pay my part of the ticket, sixty dollars. say that again. I <laughs> Venmoed her the money for the for the tickets. I paid you my. You guys
0: have separate accounts.
1: Yes, currently we have separate accounts. We're gonna we're gonna get a joint account at some point. We're just too lazy to go and get it done. Cause we, I have my bank at LCNB, Lebanon Citizens National Bank, and hers is Huntington. And uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a little diff- a little more difficult to transfer your account over from LCNB to a different account. So, hmm. I don't know what to think about that. Is it troublesome? I
2: th- well, are you, you hiding? Are you hiding your gambling money? Is that what this is?
3: Your gambling. No, no, no comment. No, no comment, comment. comment. All no right.
2: Comment. Then we then we solved it, Tom. <laughs> then we solved it. All of his all all of his Betfred winnings they've been going to this secret account.
0: I tell you, you know, Venmoing your wife for your ticket to a game. Now, there are some in the chat that say, keep it that way, Casey. Keep it that way. (laughs) Her money is her money. Your money is her money. Alex isn't in the chat today. She popped in yesterday, I think, didn't she? She might have.
1: She definitely listens. So she's definitely listening to this conversation very intently, very carefully.
3: But man, I, I man, promise man,
1: that man. There, there's no other accounts. There's just my one account. It's my checking and savings. Did you
0: have uh, $600 more in <laughs> than you had a week ago at this time? I did. I did have $600 Did you, you had, as in past tense, have you lost that $600? No, since no. It?
1: Actually, last night, if we're going to get on the, the topic, Reed and I have been on fire. We've been handing out picks like crazy, and they've just been... Boom, 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 boom. More read than me, but... Haven't gotten the memo. (laughs) Well, you are in the Discord, right? Yeah, but I don't look at the Discord.
0: Tom, you know what a Discord is? I've heard you guys talk about it, and I have enough Discord in my life. (laughs) Why (laughs) would I sign up for more?
2: I I just missed the train on the Discord. So we have a Discord. Wait, But explain something to me before you go any further.
0: I'm I'm being very serious when I ask this, because I know we have something called a Discord chat, right? Yeah. Okay, what is the difference between the Discord chat and our regular chat?
2: Nothing. Nothing. The only difference is that you can all those messages stay there forever. It's like a group chat. It's like a big group text chat. It just keeps going forever. Keeps going forever. Okay. That's what it is. And, and I miss the train on Discord. I, I talk in it every once in a while when I try, but I, I don't check it very often. But apparently they've been giving out winners in there, Tom, and it hasn't reached my side of the brain over here. So it's, I, I'm missing all these great picks. Meanwhile, I can't win a bet to save my life. So I, I, we're going to have to start looking at the, at the Discord. I, I'm just going to have to do it. It's not working for me. So Discord
0: is something, according to Everett, that you can access when the show isn't live, correct? Yes. That's right. Okay.
2: Okay. Now, why wouldn't you just check in there? Because it just doesn't cross my mind. I have never. I just don't go on my it, phone like, let's check out the Discord yeah. today. I should. Look, I, I should I, be doing it.
1: I'll defend Elliot a little bit here because if the Discord is popping, I mean, you're going to get a lot of messages. It's uh, every, It's. Well over 200 people in a group chat. Okay. Think, think of it like that, okay. Tom. There's right. a lot okay. of people in there. And if it's popping, if there's a lot of messages going on, you just turn the notifications off and go to bed. But if you were in the Discord and you were in the general betting tab of our Discord chat, we handed out winners last night. You should have won money. Should have won money.
0: I may have to dip my toe in the proverbial water here. Over the weekend. You should. You should. You
1: should should join the Discord.
0: I may have to do that. Uh, Tim Hennessy says, Reed is
1: red hot. Yeah, Reed is really hot. Very hot. I mean, he handed out two NFL bets last night, and they hit probably within
2: the first
3: two quarters. What were they?
1: It was Josh Allen's rush yards or something like that. And I'll check really quickly, but it hit within the first two quarters. I ever suggest Elliot
0: that you delete your OnlyFans account and download Discord.
2: I don't have an OnlyFans account. I don't, I, I will not take that slander. Whoever said that, <laughs> I'm not going to look back and even look at who said it because it's so slanderous. But I do not have one.
1: Okay, I was a little off. He did bet the Bucks spread though, and they had a backdoor cover. I mean, w- just a wild, a wild night, a wild stretch for Reed. But yeah, I mean, again. Those of you that are not in our Discord, you need to get in our Discord. I'll post the link in our chat here in a minute and start winning some money because not only that, uh, I got to give a shout out to our guy, Jacob. He also handed out a couple winners on Mac and JT. Now, his big one didn't hit, um, but it was really close.
0: There's no such thing as really. What? Is there really such (laughs) thing as close in gambling? There's Zebra.
2: No, there's not. There is two. I,
0: two there is not two,
2: such thing if as you would have you talk, if You, you either have, win cash or yeah, you lose cash. I agree, Tom. I, two years ago, I would have had some, some optimism like that. Ooh, I almost had it. I haven't won in two years. I, <laughs> listen, there's no close. You either do it and you, or you don't do it. I haven't done it. So, no, there is no close. I won't hear any of that.
0: Uh, Nick continues to remind us he's now 16-9 and nine on the year on his NHL picks. He gives them out every day here on the program.
1: I actually uh bet Nick's NHL picks. And uh the parlay that he handed out, uh it lost. Oh no. Yeah, but, but was it
0: close? <laughs> no, it was it was
1: not close. <laughs> he had the avalanche and and uh McKinnon's uh, shots on goal and the avalanche lost by like four four goals or something no, like not that. Yet, not but, even close. but I do I do believe Nick because I've bet his other picks before
0: and uh he was he was really good. So yeah. That one guy, fifteen, says his Cardi B says I make money moves. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like it. Nick says he appreciates it, Casey. What does he appreciate? The, what do you appreciate? Did he, he just threw you in front of the bus? <laughs> he just said that you, your picks last night were brutal.
1: Yeah, but I bet on his other picks and they've won me money. So,
0: okay. I want to get back here now, too. We've, we've started to talk a little bit about the Bengals. And we talked yesterday about the trade deadline. There was a really interesting article, the four beat writers inside the AFC North, asking each one, one guy covers the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns, Steelers, about potential trades any of the teams might make. Uh, and Paul Daner Jr. from The Athletic, who covers the Bengals, says, "Nope, Bengals ain't doing it. But if they did, here's what they do. Okay, fine. But we do know that the deadline is Tuesday. First things first is the game against San Francisco. Do you all of a sudden become a lot more worried about the chances of winning since some of you guys are not Brock Purdy believers? Do you worry much, much more or just a little bit more about the Bengals' chances to win if it's Brock Purdy instead of Sam Darnold um you know i i am a little more nervous if it's
1: Brock Purdy if it's Brock Purdy i don't think Brock Purdy when healthy turns the ball over a ton so that that's kind of my uh my weird sense of like rationality is if he manages to get through concussion protocol and you know, plays that game, maybe he comes back too soon. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a tough one because we haven't had someone come
0: back from concussion protocol. and Well, a quarterback we haven't since Kenny Pickett last year. 25% – they released this yesterday. I don't know what got them, the league, thinking they needed to release this. But uh, I read this morning where 25% of players that were injured in a game that played seven days – six or seven days later – Only 25% who went into the protocol were able to come back and play. The last quarterback to do it was Kenny Pickett last year in weeks 10 and 11. Well, yeah, I mean, I
1: I like Kenny Pickett. I'll get that out of the way right now. I like Kenny Pickett, but. What? (laughs) Or not Kenny Pickett, I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't like Kenny Pickett. Uh, I I like Brock Purdy. Sorry. All right. Last thing I heard was Kenny Pickett. That was my bad. Okay, I want to make sure we had <laughs> don't a clip that. Don't yeah. clip that. Right. Uh, I'm gonna clip it. Yeah, I mean, I I like Brock Purdy, but I think the bigger news for me that came out was Trent Williams. If he's not playing their all-star left tackle, who are they gonna use to defend against Trey Hendrickson? I mean, Trey has been on a tear this yes, he season, has. and to me, you get Brock Purdy. Out of sync. If you are able to move him out of the pocket and he gets his timing off, then I think without Debo, that he struggles. And I think we sh- we sh- we saw that against the Vikings. Now the injury thing, yeah. the, the concussion
0: thing, because he looked into great that, as but... you pointed out yesterday before the concussion. Right, he was almost perfect. to thrown for a pile of yards, thrown for a touchdown. After he suffers the concussion. He goes two of six for 15 yards and two picks.
4: Yeah, it
1: just, it's hard for me to even consider him back within six days. And it's not even really six days. It's like five and a half days, five days from the concussion because that was at the end of the ball game. Then you got to think about, well, you know, you get Tuesday to rest, then Wednesday you're practicing, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're playing on Sunday. I don't know. I just I can't see him coming back. If he comes back, I just maybe it would have been a smokescreen, but it's just really hard for me to think that he'll be all the way back. Does that make sense? Yes,
0: it does. Are you is, are you more worried or just kind of down the middle of the road about it?
2: Uh it doesn't it doesn't change my opinion because again, I don't if the Bengals lose to the 49ers, it will not be because of the quarterback. It will not be. It'll be because of their elite defense. It'll be because of the weapons they have on offense. It'll be it'll be because of Christian McCaffrey, and uh, the rest of the running back room. So no, I, the, whoever plays quarterback, not concerned at all, none. If I were the NFL, I wouldn't let him play because they claim to care about player safety. If the man is concussed, you saw what happened with Tua last year. Uh, you shouldn't play him. Tua, I think the very first concussion he came back from, it was it was you were, you were questioning whether or not he was. Able to, uh, and it, it didn't work out for him. So I would, not, I, would not, I would not rush anybody back as a Bengals fan. especially, please don't, rush, please don't rush him back.
1: Especially when you're down your, like I said, your top lineman and you're going against a team that can really get after the quarterback. So I don't think that's a recipe for a healthy quarterback by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Tom, are you worried? Oh, I am. I, I'm, a big, I, I'm a big Brock Purdy guy. I think the guy's a stud. I think he's a winner. Um, And look, I mean, on any given day, Sam Darnold is more than capable of probably having a great game. He's capable, right? He's not like some old broke-down 38-year-old backup. You know, he's still 28, 29, wherever he is. Maybe not even that. And um, yeah, but I mean, there's a reason why Purdy starts and Darnold doesn't. Right. So yeah, I'd be a lot more concerned if, Bur- if Purdy's playing. There was at a, home, home crowd. Yeah, yeah.
1: There was a stat that I saw on Twitter. I don't know who it's from. I I'm, I have to give a uh, apology. I think it might have been Game On, one of our hosts from Chatterbox Bengals. But he posted something about our record against backup quarterbacks, and it made me a little nervous. Yep, because. The record didn't indicate that we uh, win a lot of those games like we should. It should be something like you know, 14 and 3 against backup quarterbacks. We should be dominating backup quarterbacks, right. but it was like 8 and 6. Yeah. Well, last so. year,
0: I remember the two years ago the Mike White game, with Mike <laughs> yeah. White, White the game. The Jets?
1: Yeah. Right? That was brutal. It was brutal. And ever since then it's just been like uh Who's, lingering. The, guy from da- Who's
2: the guy from Dallas? Who's the guy from
0: Yeah, it's Cooper Cooper um, Rush.
2: Cooper Rush. And then it was Mitch Trubisky yeah. week 1, right? That's I, right. I I I called him the backup even though he was technically listed as the starter before the season, but
1: Yeah, that's just I, I hate I hate that that's a thing. I hate that that's a, a lingering um a lingering like superstition about the Bengals that we don't play well against backup quarterbacks. We play down to our competition. I just – I hope that's not the case against the 49ers.
0: I really hope not. All right. Let's um, – let we still have today – we mentioned Rob Parker coming up to talk about this whole University of Michigan thing uh, at 11 o'clock. Um, why don't we go ahead? Because we may shorten the show a little bit today with just the three of us. Yep. We're going to have chat
2: rankings near the end.
0: That's Elliot, right. you're on the uh... – the docket for that
2: i am i have i have assembled a list of chat power rankings people aren't going to like this list but they're gonna have to get over
0: it why aren't they going to like it i just without tipping
2: anybody off i feel like not going to like i feel like there's a lot of people that believe that they're going to be on it and i'm going to hurt their feelings and and for that i'm very sorry but i have to do it the way i feel is necessary and these are the people these are my top five i'm not going to do it now we're going to do it later but that's what i'm saying you're going to hurt their feelings i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings tom i don't want to I hate having the power that I have, but I have it. We have. Uh, you want We can. We can do two things here, Tom. So we can. We have. A, we're gonna have to do weather before uh, 11 o'clock. Yep. We're gonna have to do picks. Do you want to do? We can do picks before or after 11 o'clock. Why don't we do picks?
0: Um, we have. We have Rob at at um, at 11:10. 11:10. So okay. Let's go ahead and do our picks oh, now. That makes sense. That All makes right. sense. And you got the picks from Reed, correct? That's right. Okay, so Reed's in on this deal. Trace,
2: I, I don't know what happened to him today. I don't know either, Tom. I listen the best avail the best abilities availability. I'm always available. Casey's always available. Like cockroaches, we are. You can't kill us. We're always going to come scurrying back, especially here in Hamilton, Ohio.
1: Yeah, and I. I never got an answer from him, so hopefully he's
0: okay. Yeah, hopefully. I hope he's okay. Okay. All right. Yes, for sure. We hope he's okay.
2: All right. Let's start it up,
0: Casey. Crank it up. We're starting in college football. UC versus
1: Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is favored by seven. Do you want me to reveal Reed's first or last? Well, you him first. Get him out of the way. Yeah, get him out of the way. Reed picked the
0: Cowboys. Oh, boy. There's a surprise.
2: Uh, Zebrook. Yeah, Tom. I told you last week. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm, I'm done betting on UC. I don't care if they win or lose. Any. They're losing this one though. I'll take Oklahoma State. I'll take him with the points. I'll take alternate spread minus 50. No chance. No chance for Scott Satterfield, Memory Jones. Zero. None. None. N U N. None. None. <laughs> Go ahead, Kate. Tom,
1: I uh, I am on the same bandwagon. I've been on that bandwagon a little bit earlier than than our good friend here, Elliot. I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm not betting on UC the rest of the season.
0: Well, it's a clean sweep because there's no way I'm betting on UC as bad as they've looked. No chance. Elliot, you want to change you your want pick,
2: to change now? Or? No, no, I'm not. No, not for this one. Not for this one. Okay, you got to be kidding. They are dead. This Tom. is your school. I can't do it anymore. I'm not going to pick UC and have them lose by 50. If you want to respond, I- I'll take you a little peek behind the curtain here, guys. I have placed only one bet. It is the largest bet I've ever placed on a college football game this weekend. It is on Oklahoma State on Betford Sportsbook responsibly. I have—I uh, won't tell you—I th- won't tell you the number. I'm not going to tell you the number of how much I have on this game, but I have an irresponsible amount of money on Oklahoma State winning this game because there is no chance in hell Scott Satterfield and Emory Jones will get the boys ready to play. Dead, D-E-A-D, <sighs> dead. Next so, game. So
1: to be clear, it's to win, right? Not the spread. Huh? To win, not the spread. No, I right? took him with the spread.
2: So oh. if you see covers of spread, that would be – that in and loss, that would be brutal. That would be just terrible. Could be a real double loser in there. <laughs> Boy, that's a big game, man. That's,
3: that's a, a big, big game. You're, right. telling me, Tom, right. you're telling me, Tom. You're telling
2: right. me. My accountant told me it was a big one too. So we're ready to roll, baby. <laughs> we're ready to roll. All right, here we go.
0: Uh, the Battle of Ohio for the second-best team in the state of Ohio. This is a battle for it.
2: What a troll game this Miami is.
0: Miami of Ohio against Ohio University. <laughs> I mean. The line has gone to seven and a half uh, in favor of the Bobcats because, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the quarterback, uh, Brett Gabbert is out for the year after that terrible leg injury last week. I feel so bad for the kid because they were really having a hell of a year, and he's had a great career. He has another year left next year. Um, we'll start with Reed. What's he doing? What do you think I Reed I
1: know he's betting. He's betting the uh, high nooners. Of course he is, Tom. Hi, Nooners. That's his guys. Miami. He's picking Miami.
3: Elliot.
2: <laughs> I'm taking Miami. I, I rode with your boys once before and they let me down. <laughs> Northern Illinois. I don't even know what their mascot is. The Husky? The Husky. Are they a Husky too? Yeah. yeah, Husky. What a joke. What a sick joke they play. I, yeah, I'm taking Miami, Ohio. Listen, they're used to not playing in front of fans, they're on the road, they're ready to roll. Take take the Redhawks. They travel well. They <laughs> Yeah. They travel really well. Casey.
1: I'm taking the Bobcats. Of course you I, are, Casey. Just, You're on it. That quarterback situation for Miami, that's such a sad situation for them to have this happen. Such a big game for Miami. Ohio's been in this position for, for years at this point. They rule the Mac. So yeah, unfortunate for them.
0: Yeah. But well taking they, the Bobcats. No, they, they just put the green and white up there. Done deal. Not even debatable. Go Cats. Go Cats. Go Cats. All right. Um, Here we go. The Ohio State Buckeyes uh, at Wisconsin. We talked about all the drama with Luke Fickle in that one. Uh, Ohio State coming off a win very impressively, especially on defense against Penn State, blowing the doors off the Nittany Lions. And now the Mighty Bucks go to Wisconsin as 14.5-point favorites. Who does Reed Mouse pick?
1: Reed has picked Ohio State. I'm surprised.
2: Elliot, I'm going to take, take the Buckeyes. I, I, I can't bet against the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are damn good. I make the joke in here that they're not very good. They're going to blow Wisconsin and their mediocre coach out of the water. Did you just say mediocre coach? Yeah, Wisconsin has a mediocre coach. Mediocre. What, what would – you know who you sound like. Don't say it. Don't say I sound like when him. When I
0: was doing all the stuff for Fox all the years for a long time, the guy that traveled with me every week was Mark Wagner. God rest his soul. Daddy Wags. Okay? And he was our statistician, my statistician for all the games. Baseball playoffs, baseball regular season. Flew with him every Saturday for Fox Baseball, every Sunday for the NFL – college games, whole deal. He did the stats for Andy McWilliams, Joe Sunderman, all those guys, he was a live and die hardcore Xavier basketball guy. And every time a Xavier coach left to go to Virginia, to go to Wake Forest, to go to Ohio State, to go to Arizona, He immediately hated the guy. Yep. And I used to say to him all the time, Daddy Wags, can't you just enjoy the joy that this coach gave you while he was here? And how can you beat him down for taking the job at Ohio State? Sean Miller taking the job at Arizona, right? Where you have a legitimate chance to win the national championship at Arizona, right? Yep. Okay. Um, You sound like that with Luke Fickle.
2: How in the world could any UC fan ever badmouth Luke Fickle? Well, I didn't like the way he left. And if I want to talk my, if I want to, if I I didn't like the way he left, if he wouldn't have coached that bowl game for Wisconsin, I wouldn't have had any issue. But he went and he left UC and immediately coached a bowl game for a bunch of kids. He didn't even know Tom. That's why I don't like it. Luke Fickle. Thank you for your service. Other than that, I'll take Ohio state and I'll move on. (laughs)
1: Tom, I'm also taking Ohio State. I just, I think Wisconsin needs a couple more, uh, maybe another year to really be a um, serious contender. Oh, they'll never be
0: a serious contender in the Make Big Ten. No mistake, so, okay, all right, I'm taking the body Buckeyes as well. I think this will be a relatively tight game, and then I think Ohio State pulls away to cover at the end. Okay, uh, next up, there it is. This is where all the, you know what. The three of us should be boarding a plane this (laughs) afternoon and going down to Jacksonville. We should. i got a good buddy from Ohio University, Brian Luce, who lives down there. We could stay at his crib. Let's do it. I think there's a
2: nonstop on like a Legion or something down there, right? Yeah. Tom, if this is a serious offer by you, I will gladly take it. I will take this in a heartbeat. Let's do it. I'm going to
0: take Well, Casey can't go because he's got some – we'll get to that later. He's got some big, big –
2: uh, Halloween bash this weekend, which we'll get to shortly. You're going to be there, right? Well, I, I plan on making an appearance. I've got a lot of parties to go to. I'm a very, I'm a very popular man, Tom. So, yeah, I will, I, I'm going to try to make an appearance there. I'm going to try to make another appearance at another costume Halloween party at my friend's house. I don't, I don't know. Tom, you don't look like a guy. No offense. You don't look like a guy who dresses up for Halloween very much. Am I right on that?
0: You're so wrong.
2: I'm wrong on when that? When you
0: have kids— I used to dress up every single year and walk around the neighborhood trick-or-treating with them.
2: I respect it. What
0: was, what was your favorite I, costume? It's a pirate. I, I was the same one every year. I bought it at one of those places where you buy them, you know, whatever they're called, Party City or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an, an awesome costume. And I was I wore it wrong. every single year. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. My wife tells me we might be going to a, one where we have to dress up this weekend. She just dropped that on me about 12-A last (laughs) night, this morning.
2: Well, Tom, I am not somebody who dresses up for Halloween. I love Halloween. I love the spirit. I love bonfires. I love all of the things that the fall weather brings. I don't like dressing up for Halloween, so I'm going to go to both of these parties, probably dressed as some baseball player, but I'll be wearing a hoodie, sweatpants, and a baseball hat. Ian Jabot? I will not be. That's who I wanted
0: to dress up as. You took the words right out of my mouth. You ought to dress up as Ian Jabot.
2: Okay. Then I'll try to dress up like Ian Jabot. I'll find a Brit I'll find some a British shirt and I'll put it on The Union Jack. Jibbeau. The <laughs> Union Jack. Yeah, I'll be Ian Jabot. That's fine. My pick for this game, I'm taking Georgia. Uh the Gators, they, they housed Emory Jones and I don't like Emory Jones, so bye bye, Gators. I'm taking Georgia. Okay.
1: Who, Tom, who
2: did
0: Reed take?
1: Reed took Florida. Okay. He thought that the spread was um. A little too small. It doesn't make sense. So he took Florida. I am going to be taking Georgia. I mean, Georgia has ruled this matchup for – well, I wish it would update, but Georgia has ruled this matchup for 10 years now. So taking
0: Georgia. I'm going with the Gators. I'm taking the Gators. I don't know why. It's stupid because every single time somebody bets against Georgia, they're, they're making an ass out of themselves. Because they win every big game they play in. Okay. Uh, we have one more college game. Is that right? That's right. One more. We have uh, out west. That's where uh, Elliot likes to pay a lot of attention. Yeah. The pillow flight Pac-12. Um, <laughs> Oregon. Now they, they, You can't say how big this game is. I, I mean, I know this is the other end of the planet from where we are. But the Pac-12 has not had a team in a college football playoff in a long, long time. Long time. Everybody thought SC was going to be that team. Right now, Washington would be that team because Washington beat Oregon and Washington's undefeated. But just about every year, you'll have a team that gets to the college football playoff with one loss. You get to two losses, you're pretty much done. So this is a huge game in the Pac-12. Oregon at Utah. The Ducks road favorites by six and a half. What is Reed Mouse going with in this one? Reed Mouse is going with the Ducks.
2: He likes Oregon. Okay. I understand that. Elliot? Um, I'm going to take the Ducks. I think the Ducks are a damn good football club. I'm going to take Oregon here. You like Bo Nix. No, I don't like Bo Nix, but Um. I like Oregon. I think Oregon's better. I think they're the better team. That's what we're doing here. We're picking the better team. I'm taking Oregon.
1: Bo Nix stinks. Utah's underrated. I'm taking Utah. Pretty simple.
2: Bo Nix stinks.
1: Yeah, he stinks. Did you see him play against Georgia last year? That's all you need to know. That's all you need to see to know that he's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's a Pac-12 quarterback, Tom.
0: He was in the SEC before the Pac-12. And he stunk there, didn't he? <laughs> did not stink. <laughs> he did. He did not stink. Uh, I'm going with the Utes. I'm big believers. And Coach Whittingham, I think this guy's a great football coach. They're at home. Uh, I think they'll 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 play good defense, and I think they're gonna try to control the ball on these guys. I'm rooting for the Utes and betting on them too. All right, NFL we go. Where are we starting? Arizona or Bravens versus the Cardinals. Baltimore's favored by nine and a half. It's a big spread. It is, and we don't know again if Kyler Murray is playing. Uh Reed is going with who?
2: He's going with Arizona. Wow. Okay. Elliot. Did I pick this one, Casey?
1: I don't think you did, but it's okay. We're going to pick it
2: right now? Yep. I'm going to pick Arizona. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Arizona. Only. I don't believe in Arizona. I don't think Arizona's any good. I don't don't think uh, Josh Dobbs is very good. I think it's going to be Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray hasn't played all year. I don't think he's going to be good this week. Saying all that, my brain is telling me to hammer the Ravens, so we're going to do a little reverse psychology here. We're riding. We're riding the Cardinals. Cardinals cover the spread. They lose by nine.
1: I'm taking the Ravens because a little fun fact. Yeah. Um, they do really well against NFC opponents and cover their spread. And Arizona, the last four weeks, has not covered their spread. So I. I feel very confident in the Ravens pick this week.
0: I feel very confident in picking the Ravens in just about every game they play. I think they're really good. And I would not be surprised one iota if they swing a major deal for a big-time running back before the deadline. Yep. That's the kind of franchise they are. Always have been. Under uh, Steve Bishotti, the owner. Okay, we move on. Staying inside the AFC North, The Brownies. P.J. Walker, he's becoming the big story in the National Football League. I guess. In Seattle against Geno, Pete Carroll, and the Seahawks. Seattle, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Reed picked? Seattle.
2: Okay. Elliot? I'm going to take Seattle here. The spread doesn't make much sense to me. I don't think Seattle should be three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over the Browns for that reason, I take Seattle. Uh, the PJ Walker thing—he's very bad. I don't think Geno Smith's very good either. So, <laughs> battle of the bad quarterbacks. Expect this one final score uh, three nothing. That's just well. That doesn't that's cover. Just, that... You're right. Four nothing.
3: Double safeties.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I'm taking the Browns, Tom. I I don't think the spread makes sense because I think it should be more. Seattle should be favored heavily in this game, Why? but. They have a elite offense. Their defense has started to really come come alive. I mean, they, they are well, limiting they face teams the
0: Bengals. What does the, that mean?
1: All right, Tom. What, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say. The Seattle <laughs> Seahawks are a pretty good team, pretty good football team. Three and a half year doesn't make a whole lot of sense with the backup quarterback for the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns. I think the matchup between that defensive line and their offensive line is just not great. So –
0: Okay. All right. I can't even remember who I picked in this game. You picked Seattle. You can okay. change it if you want. Um, no, I'll stay with that. All right. Stay with that. All right. Then the men of aluminum. This is an interesting game. Yeah, it is. Big time it, game. It really is an interesting game because the Steelers have been better than people thought. They're not scoring a ton of points, but they score when it matters. Um, their defense is fantastic. Uh, we know about the Jaguars. They've won four in a row, uh, you know. They beat Buffalo over in London. Um, I've not bought all in yet on the Jags, but I'll hold off on my pick here. Uh, Reed picked who? Reed picked the Steelers.
2: Okay, men of aluminum. Elliot? I am going to take – sorry, I was responding to a question about boxed lunch. We will have boxed lunch today. Uh, Casey will be hosting it. Today, I am going to take the – ooh. I'm going to take the Steelers, but I hate it. I hate myself for doing it. I don't believe in the Jaguars, really. I definitely don't believe in the Steelers, so I'll take the home team.
1: That's fair enough. I had a tough time picking this one, too. Um, I was going to initially take the Steelers, but because I sit in this chair and I see everyone's picks, I changed mine to the Jags. I, wow. did, a, I did an Elliott. did an old switcheroo. I'm going to put my faith in the Jags and just hope that, it works out.
0: Well, I'm getting killed in the chat. Harrow and everybody else says that I, I'm a Bengals hater. There's nothing further <laughs> from the truth than that. Uh, and Harrow said, well, it's a Bengals rival, so we know who Tom is going to take. That's right. Men of aluminum.
2: The AFC North is good. <laughs> Tom, could you see any, realistically, could you see any of these two teams playing for a world championship here in February?
0: The Jags or the Seal? Yeah. No. No, neither could I. No, I don't. And that's what it comes down that's to. It doesn't, exactly this game right. doesn't matter. That's
2: right. Uh, I'll take this. I'll take. I'll take the Steelers in hopes of jinxing them, so the Bengals can win this division.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: Where Where are we next?
0: The Rams
2: versus the Cowboys.
0: Well, you're all high and mighty on the Rams, Casey. The Rams. The Rams aren't any good. Uh, but uh, what's Reed's pick?
2: I f-
1: believe Reed. Nope. Reed picked Dallas. Let me fix that real quick. Okay. Reed picked Dallas.
2: Elliot, I'm going to take Dallas. I think Dallas is not great either. If I'm going to be honest with you, they've got an elite defense. Dak Prescott's played very bad to start this season. Uh, but the Rams, I'm starting to not believe in the Rams anymore after last week, what they did to me. I bet on the Rams against the Steelers. They failed me miserably. So this is a spite pick. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. Again, I'm just going to keep riding these home teams. I got to keep doing it. So okay. we'll take Dallas. Casey.
1: I actually have Dallas in this one, too. I just – that defensive line, I think when the, when the Rams play a team that can get after the quarterback, they tend to really, really struggle. And that just makes a lot of sense because their best player is Matthew Stafford and they have a tough time defending him. So All right,
0: I'm going with the, uh, the star. Dallas. Yep, Dallas. Okay, last game on the docket. Last game. The Cincinnati Bengals are um, four-point dogs at the Niners. Reed picked. Who do you think he picked? The Bengals. The who Days. All right. Reed, uh, that's his pick.
2: Elliot, I'm going to take I am going to take uh, the 49ers. Because I, I have to try to jinx them. I I'm not I can't get my stink on the Bengals winning a football game. I'll take the 49ers and next week when we make fun of Elliot for losing five straight picks, we'll we'll be happy knowing that the Bengals won. So, you're welcome America. <laughs> Case, I know. I mean, it's,
0: it's not, well, why even waste time? Yeah, I mean, I'm picking the Bengals, uh, Tom. Of course. And I am too. Because Tom loves the Bengals. I do love the Bengals. He loves them. I sit there. Look at the orange I'm he's wearing. going to my dad's house on Sunday. Going to watch a game with him. I'll be dialed in, fired up, rooting for the Bengalis. See, the, the only reason you guys say that about me is because I come in here and try to be objective about it. I try. All right, uh, Elliot is running outside. Uh, Let's give him about, he he said he needs about, what, uh, 30 seconds, Casey, to get set up for the weather before we get to Rob Parker. Um, Would you care to predict a score for the Bengalis? A score? Um, A score. Why would I pick?
1: I'm going to say it's going to be
0: 27 to 24 Bengals. Okay. 27-24. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. then Well, okay. All right. They're going to win a game. Okay. All right. Uh, it's time for the weather before we get to um, Rob Parker. And I understand he's ready out there, right? Yeah. Elliot's waiting. Okay, he's ready. Let's go outside. Elliot, right here in Hamilton.
2: Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the weather. It's your favorite segment. I know it is. I'm out here in beautiful Hamilton, Ohio. It's gorgeous day. Now, I'll, I will say it is going to rain today. It is going to rain. That's OK. You grab an umbrella and you get over it. Other than that, the sun is going to be a shining. The clouds are going to probably cover the sun. and Then the sun's not really going to shine anymore after that. But beautiful day nonetheless. Again, chance of rain, a lot of clouds, not a whole lot of sunshine. Other than that, beautiful day. I'm on the train tracks right now. Listen, if I get drilled by a train here, it's going to be a sad day. But the good news is, I don't. there's no good news. If I get hit by a train, it's a bad day. <laughs> If I get hit by a train, it's a really bad day. But there's no trains coming, and that's all I've got. Highest 75, lowest 60 today. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful day outside of the clouds and the rain. Other than that, you're going to smile a lot. Enjoy it. Go, Go bask in the sunshine. Again, not a lot of sunshine. Go bask in the rain. Have yourself a day, everybody. Let's go. I love it. I love it.
0: Elliot, thank you so much. I love that he, he's getting out there and doing the uh, weather, Casey, now outside rather than staying in here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's really— Because he, he really—a lot of times, he's giving the weather, and like a lot of meteorologists, which Elliot, of course, is not, but they don't go by the eye test. They're going to tell you it's, it's, it's not going to rain, but if you walk outside, it's raining. I love that he's getting outside with the eyeball test
1: he's doing it the old-fashioned way that's right doing that's it the right. old-fashioned way and you know we're going to do some old-fashioned ad reads tom the bingles report is brought to you by encore technologies encore technologies provides it solutions for a data-centered world with the suite of services from mobile computing to desktop to data center supporting both centralized and work from home computing modules to improve efficiency and no one's in here <laughs> no one's in here quite yet So, I got to say productivity. Productivity.
2: (laughs) Oh, Elliot, you're back. I am. You're back. I am. I had to run back. Visit Encore.Tech. The (laughs) patient (laughs) begins here. Don't break. Don't break. Keep going. Don't break. Don't break. Here we go. Here we go. Stay strong. Here we go. Don't break. Don't it.
1: I got a nice bottle of Pawnee water here. Yeah, you do. Made right here in Hamilton, Ohio. It is Made with natural limestone filtration, unlike the artificial processing that other brands use, the result is a healthy alkaline water, the best tasting water in the world. Visit Pawnee Water at P-A-H-H-N-I-Water.com to see where you can buy this great tasting water. And for me, it's the pH level. It's not a seven. It's not a nine. It's a solid eight.
2: Elliot. Now that you're back in the room, what do you like about this water? Oh, Casey, you know what? I'll tell you what. My favorite, my very favorite thing about this water is how smooth it goes down my gullet. Nice and easy. Nice and smooth. (laughs) Casey's laughing. Casey's laughing over there. (laughs) Casey's laughing. Uh, uh, it's, It's smooth. It's great. It's not like any other trash waters you'll see at the store. Go get Pawnee, perhaps the greatest water known to man. It's beautiful. It's refreshing. It's my favorite water. I'm going to take a swig of it right now. Here we go. You ready? Live taste test. Live taste test. Mmm, tasty. That's what you'll do if you drink Pawnee water. Go to the store right now. Get some Pawnee water. And that's all there is to it.
1: Well, as we're waiting on Tom to get back. I think we have another weather, Casey. (laughs) Casey. Do we have another one?
2: Uh, do you have it in the thing?
3: <laughs> I, I, I do. Please. You want to run,
2: run, back, yeah, out run, back, out? run back, back out there? Yeah, let me run back out. Let me run back out real quick. I'm running back outside. I'll be right back out in 10 seconds. Here we go. <laughs> all right, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Listen, again, weather, not bad, not great. It's a, it's a, It's a middle day. It's a middle day for the weather here in Hamilton. All right, gonna rain, gonna be cloudy. 74, though thinking that it's a 74 degree day. It's beautiful outside. I'm not concerned about Chip. I'm not concerned about Casey or Tom. Everybody's just go out there. Enjoy the day. Let's have ourselves a day. I'm on the train tracks. I'm not going to get hit by a train. Everybody's having ourselves a fine day. Let's go. Let's go make a Friday. Have a good weekend, everybody. This is the weather weather out.
1: Yeah. And uh, thank you, Elliot, for I love that it. last report. Oh, and I'm back. I'm I, love back.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Do we have Rob yet or no? I, I'm going to talk to him right now. Okay. All right. That's Rob uh, Parker coming up. Uh, I've known this guy a long time, man. Long time. Gosh. Back in the old days, he was a uh, beat reporter here, covered the Reds, made a reputation as a you know great writer in baseball. In fact, he's at the World Series right now. Really? As he just flew from Detroit down to um, – Dallas-Fort Worth. But, of course, they're playing the game in neither one of those two cities. Yep. Are you aware of that? I am not.
2: I am not aware of that. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) It's not in Dallas. It's not in Fort Worth. It is in Arlington, Texas. That brand-new stadium they built um, right next to the Cowboys, AT&T Stadium. Oh, yeah. It's quite the complex. There's an amusement park out there. They got it all going on. I'm surprised that Rob Parker's not out there at the amusement park. Uh, Here bright and early, uh, central time, but nonetheless. Rob, good Lord, I was trying to figure out, man, thanks so much for your time. I know you're really, really busy. I don't even know how to introduce you anymore. I say this seriously because I knew you when you were writing, and you still do. Uh, I knew you when you start showing up on ESPN and Fox TV, dude, right? You still are. Uh, You also, Fox Sports Radio, uh, and now TV dude as well in Detroit so if somebody says hey what do you do for a living what do you say and you
4: know what tom first thanks for having me on great to see you and talk to you um, as always uh the first thing i say tom is i still say i'm a sports writer okay that's really was my you know my career the start of my career and i always still believe that i'm a sports writer at heart but you know i do so many different things and i enjoy All of them. And currently, I'm now uh, I do a football show on KNBC in Los Angeles after Sunday Night Football. And of course, I have the radio show on Fox Sports Radio with Chris Broussard. I teach at USC. I'm an adjunct professor. And Tom, get this. This coming spring, I'm teaching a baseball writing course, which we believe is the first ever in the country Where we just specialize on writing about Major League Baseball or baseball in general. Um, And I'm the founder and editor of MLBBro.com, a website where we only cover black and brown major leaguers. We got a partnership with Major League Baseball this past year, and that's going real well. And Tom, one of the biggest things about the site, not only promoting the stories of these black baseball players, but also developing the next generation of black baseball writers and broadcasters for the future. So I got my hands on a lot of stuff. I'm really busy, but um, I'm still enjoying it to this day. 37 years in the business, and I still enjoy it every day.
0: Well, I'm just so elated and happy for your success because, I, you know, look, I, I just know you as being a hell of a guy, and you always have been. I mean, always have been. Top shelf, no matter if I saw you at a football game, a baseball game, or something in between. Um, you're always just so gracious with your time and so friendly and always smiling and saying hello so I appreciate your time look I'm not going to keep you long before I get to the Michigan thing um this World Series you're covering starting tonight right I mean I think when the playoffs started forget when the regular season started when the playoffs started the Diamondbacks were 125 to one to get to the World Series the Rangers were 50 to one yet here we are how do you see this series shaping up
4: You know what? This is an interesting series. I've liked the the Rangers all year. Tom, I picked them to win the AL West. I love what they did when they went out, and they spent money. You know, like you hear about these teams kind of mid-markets, you know, like trying to hope and wish and pray that something happens for them, you know, with young guys or whatever. And they went out. Remember, they spent a half a billion dollars for Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon up the middle. That doesn't happen when they paid that kind of money to get those guys. They tried the Jacob deGrom thing, that didn't work out. They signed Avaldi. A I mean, they went out and decided that they were gonna take the young guys that they have and then build on it by adding proven solid veterans and some star players. And here they are at the World Series. I like the Rangers in six. I'm not, this is not gonna be a pushover. I, I also have a lot of respect for what the Diamondbacks have done. And if you look at it, even at the start of the wild card, they were down 3 nothing and 2 nothing in both of those games in Milwaukee, came back and won both of them and uh, swept the Brewers. They're resilient. They're young. They never stop fighting. I think this could be, I'd be surprised if it's seven games, but I have Texas in six. So I'm looking forward to it. I know it's not what people want. They wanted the Atlanta Braves. And they wanted Los Angeles Dodgers, some of the bigger markets and more marquee matchups. But this is good for baseball, for other, for the other cities. You know, everybody doesn't have the big stars and the big money, but it, it proves that you can win and not just the biggest and best teams always winning
0: yep there's no doubt about that uh and arizona would truly be the first really i mean we we, we talked so much through the years about tampa bay and the success that they have had and so on and so in this day and age of big market teams and spending money this would be the first team you truly would look at and i don't even include the royals because their payroll kept going up and up and up they weren't with the yankees and the dodgers and all that kind of thing But this would be one where for the people who say, you know, you don't need revenue sharing, you don't need a salary cap, you don't need all this stuff, Arizona winning would throw a serious feather uh, in the cap of that argument. All right, I want to shift gears before we let you get going here. Um, I tell you, Rob, you know, Michigan guy, right? I mean, as far as, you know, your hometown and everything, I got to tell you, Rob, this thing to me, I first thought when the story broke – not about the COVID stuff with Harbaugh. I wondered about the stuff with Matt Weiss, which now all of a sudden the FBI is involved in. That came out yesterday. Not just the University of Michigan police. But then this story now about the signs stealing thing. And when I heard the third one, I thought to myself, man, this could be a really, really, really big deal. Am I wrong on that?
4: No, you're not wrong. and And I think it can be. And, you know, I, I mean, I've heard people try to defend, oh, everybody does it in college football. You know, that, like I, I hear that story all the time. And and I always push back. And a lot of it is former athletes, and I get it. They're always protecting friends and people they know in the business. And, and so the first reaction is always, oh, everybody's doing this. I don't even understand what a big deal. No, everybody's not doing it. And I challenge people to give me evidence of other schools doing it at this degree. And Tom, here's the thing that really, it coincides with Jim Harbaugh's turnaround at Michigan. If you remember how bad it had gotten there, 2020, they were two and four. Then you remember it was so bad that he had to take a pay cut at Michigan. Things had turned so sour for Jim Harbaugh that the Lions had an opening before they hired Dan Campbell. They wouldn't even interview Jim Harbaugh. He had that much stink on him in Ann Arbor. Uh, so it told you where he was, and then all of a sudden things got turned around. They beat Ohio State in a big game. And now, you know, the program is off the mat and, and going the other way. So I, when I see all these details, and of course, a man is innocent until proven guilty. I'm not a judge and jury or anything or the NCAA, but when they start to mount all of this evidence, of paperwork and paper trails and tickets bought and all of these other things. And people are telling me that Jim Harbaugh has no idea what's going on. I just have to question it. I I really have to question, then shame on you if it's your program and you're getting information and intel and you don't know where it's coming from. And you don't know that your coaches are are at other schools uh, on game day, on your Saturdays. You don't know where you're coaches or scouts are. I mean, I just don't understand any of it. So this could be a, a powder keg, and, and I think it could be like the Astros cheating scandal. You know, everybody, and you know this, Tom, all your years around Major League Baseball, people are always looking for an advantage. If a pitcher tips off, he tips off his pitches, or you can find out that's going on. But when you're using equipment and, and, and you're doing stuff that's that's against clearly against the rules and you get busted, you should be pers- uh, prosecuted for doing those things. You know, the, the, the
0: thing I, I got to tell you, along with that stuff, uh, Rob, is I love Deion Sanders. I've always loved Deion Sanders and what he has done at Colorado. And, and look, they've lost some games. That's fine. But my Lord, has he put that place back on the map, and I love the guy. Um, but I was really disappointed, as I have been with other guys, And and maybe the reason people aren't coming out and lighten this whole thing up, right? In other words, just really going off and saying, my gosh, if this is true, and maybe they just don't want to, like you said, presume somebody's guilty until you know, right? Perhaps that's the reason why. But Dion came out the other day and said, you know, something like, you still got to stop it even if you know it's coming. I mean, come on. If you know what's coming... Okay, you know, it's like a misdirection play. I was thinking to myself, if you know that there is no misdirection because you know they're going to fake it to the left and the linebacker doesn't overcommit and he's just going to plug that hole off the right side, give me a break. But you're talking about the the possibility of guys getting seriously hurt. I mean, you know, I hope that Harbaugh doesn't know about it, but, but I think this is really, really, really bad if it's true on so many levels. Not just cheating. And I can't stand the people who say, like you said, well, everybody's doing it, you know. And, and somebody else said, well, it's an archaic rule. Okay, but it's still a rule. Now, if they want to change it, like Nick Saban suggested, fine. Change the rule. Or, or how you do it. and Put the headphones like they do in the NFL. But I, where, where do you think all this goes? I mean, the NCAA is already on the campus all week this week.
4: Right. No, I think I think that this this is big. I really I really do. It could ruin reputation, His reputation. It could it could stain Michigan. The way even the Astros, with all the winning that they did that they did, Tom. Nobody really gave them even still the credit that they should have. Seven straight ALCSs. I mean, that most teams who do that, you're 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 overwhelmed, and you're going to go to the, to the tenth degree. Uh, to to give them glory on how great they are, so people are still bothered by it, were bothered by that, and I think the same thing when it comes to Michigan and this scandal because I do think it's big and I and the coaches as you know have a fraternity, and they 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 don't they don't attack their own. There's so few guys who are major college football coaches, you know, uh, so so they don't do that, and a lot of it is. I don't want to draw attention to my program so that they come sniffing around, you know, what I'm doing. Yep, yep, so so yep. a lot of times, yeah, they don't say anything, but I, I don't think, I think you're right. I think that if these allegations are true, it's a bad look for Jim Harbaugh. And, and for people who try to say, well, he didn't know, it, it was like the Rick Pitino situation with the prostitutes and in the, in the basketball, right. Uh, dorm i mean come come on a grad assistant is paying for prostitutes okay tom for rick patino's program how, how does that work but rick that's doesn't right. know anything about that's it. right that's i just right. it's just it's not logical it's just not
0: right, there's no doubt all right i'm gonna let you i know you're busy you got a thousand things going on i'm so happy for your success rob best to everything and i hope i get a chance to see you in person sometime not too far down the road
4: No doubt, always Tom. You know that. You're the best. They will.
0: All right, man. Love you. You take care of yourself, buddy. Rob's the best. Love that guy. Uh, great dude and really smart guy. Boy, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, he does. Man. Busy man, baby. That's a lot going on. Very busy man. I mean, I wish I had half of what he's got going on. I used (laughs) to have half of what he has going
2: on. Well, now I'm sitting here with you, Stiffs.
3: Oh, thank God he was
2: able to join us here today. Well, at least, you know, Casey and I, you know, we showed up today, Tom. The best ability is availability. You know we what? That's I'm going to take today. back that stiffs comment.
0: That's right. Because you. you're here.
2: I that's beg right. your pardon. That's right. All right. We got a couple quick things to get to. We're going to end the show a little bit early today, but we, had, we got a couple things of business to take care of. Number right. one, we've got a letter. Number two, we've got high school picks. Number three, we've got chat power rankings. Then we're all head out of here. We have box lunch after this. So we'll do the, we'll, we'll, we'll do the letter first. Letter first. Oh, I love this. We just got a letter. We just we got, just got, got a, letter. a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's <laughs> from. Okay, it's letter time, everybody. It's your favorite segment. God, I, it. no, it's,
0: I, oh, I mean, I, I talked about not being able to sleep last night. I can't stop singing that song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, the creator of Blue's Clues had that thought in his mind when he when he ran that song for those children. All right, here we go. Today's mailbag comes from Sweet Little Tucker. Sweet little Tucker from Mrs. Carlson's class. <laughs> Tucker, Tucker. I like Tucker already. I bet you do. Tucker is a child prodigy at age six and a world-class ballerina out of Tampa, Florida. Unfortunately, his dad has put him on rest management, and the ballet he performs at has been suspended indefinitely for throwing matches and juicing the athletes. Speaking of load management, Devin Booker and a handful of other NBA players are headed out for injuries, even though, an injuries being in quotes... Right, Tucker put that in quotes, even though a new rule has been put in place about it. It seems a lot like the MLB Phantom IL stints. I agree with Tucker here. The NBA ha- has been trying to cut out this uh, load management epidemic that's hit the National Basketball Association. I think it's terrible. I, I think if you're going to play, 80- it's 82 games, guys. Can we play at least like 75 of them? Right? I mean, Devin Booker, play a game, buddy. And they could be real injuries, but everything I've, I, I've read, after one game, you have a foot injury. Uh, Kirk Asale had a left pinky toe contusion for four and a half months. I, I, I struggle to find validity in that. Tom, what's your thoughts could on that? Could you go
0: ma- back and read that intro again to me, again, please? You Tucker, what? Yeah, I just want to make sure I heard it right.
2: Okay, yeah. All right. So today's mailbag comes. Oh, wait, let me get my paper. I can't read it without okay. the paper. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> All Hold right, on, let me pull me, it me, out of the mailbag. At, okay. at the mail. Uh, today's mailbag comes from sweet little Tucker from Mrs. Carlson's class. Tucker is a child prodigy at age six and a world-class ballerina out of Tampa, Florida. Unfortunately, un- no laughing. Unfortunately, his dad has put him on rest management, and the ballet he performs at has been suspended indefinitely for throwing matches and juicing the athletes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's been going on in Tampa, Florida. I don't know what's going on there, but that's what Tucker wrote. That's what he wrote himself.
1: That's a big story if it's
0: true. What's your thoughts on load that, management, Tom? I mean, that's bigger than the Michigan story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on load management, Tom?
0: You know, I don't follow it enough to understand the whole thing. I saw a headline today, and I didn't read it, but, but LeBron blew through some minutes thing that they were putting on him yeah. already last night, and he said it was a no-brainer. Coming yeah. from a guy like LeBron, I'm not surprised. I just think it's a shame, and and I don't know enough about it to really say one way or the other. I just think it's a shame when you have people who know the Phoenix Suns are coming to town, or maybe it's somebody who lives in Phoenix, and their family can maybe only afford, because, man, those NBA tickets are not cheap. No. They are a lot of money. They're like football tickets and hockey tickets. Baseball, you can get a decent ticket for a cheap price. Right. But those other three sports, you can't and i just get so heartbroken when when you know okay if a guy's legitimately hurt and he's going to be out a month well that's just the you know the luck of the draw unlucky draw but because of some load management thing and and you wanted to take your kid on their 11th birthday to the only nba basketball game they might ever see during their youth right yeah the one time and because of load management a guy's not playing
2: I disagree with it. it. These NBA players, everybody knows about these super max deals they're getting. Play the games. It's, uh, listen, I know basketball. It's one of the hardest sports on your body. I get it. But at the end of the day, you're a professional athlete. Let's play the games. And, and, and that's, that's all it comes down to. And we're going to transition now. Somehow, somehow, we're going to do high school picks. Trace didn't like the high school picks. Reed doesn't like the high school I love picks. I I, but guess what, Tom? Guess who's not here today? Reed, Trace, Boom. We got to do high school picks. The playoffs have started. in Ohio, right. They start Kentucky, tonight in Indiana. That's right. We got some big time matchups. I've got them right here. Right. Top five uh, records coming into this. Again, the loser of this gets fired. I can't. I can't ex- explain that enough. Tom came in late to the party. He has a three and two record. He's only picked one week. He's three and two. Elliot is twenty eight and seventeen. Reed is thirty two and thirteen. Wow. Trace is twenty nine and eleven. Casey is 36 and 9. Casey, by far and away, the best high school picking we have. Nice. All right. All here fine. we go. Are we ready? Big time, Big time matchup taken at the pit, taking place at now, the pit tonight. Why did I know Elder was on it? Taking there. place at the pit tonight. Oh, kills. They haven't won a meaningful football game in their entire program's history. They're trying to march into the pit in front of 12,000 and trying to steal a win. Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight, baby. Elder rolls them. Elder rolls them. Elder rolls. Casey. Elder. Elder. Okay. That's unanimous. All right, let me write yep. it down. Let me write yep. it down on my notes. Here we go. Yep. Next up, we have a big one here in the, in the city of beautiful Hamilton. This is a huge. Massive day. one. Sycamore is coming to town to take on Hamilton. Now, Sycamore is one of those rich preppy schools that Tom <laughs> likes to talk about. They're rich preppy. They're really good at tennis. They're really good at bowling. Wait walking. a minute.
0: Who's a tennis player in this room?
2: I'm the tennis player. All right. So all I, right. Had to, I had to play him. I know all about it. Elder, we played with grit and determination. They play with their daddy's money. That's how they did it. All right. So Sycamore is playing Hamilton. Listen, I love Hamilton. Everybody knows this about me. Hamilton is my hometown. I grew up here. I want to live here. This is my town. And for that reason, I don't want to hear any, any, Elliot, all you hate Hamilton. I don't hate Hamilton. My pick for this game. Sycamore. Sycamore beats Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton's that's... never won a playoff game. It's not going to start tonight. Sycamore wins.
0: I cannot <laughs> believe you. That's just...
2: I no, can't going. all that build up.
0: <laughs> I'm going with my guys, Casey. Uh-huh. The Hamilton Big Blue. You, and I, never... a, you and I are... are They've are, never won are... a playoff game. I, and, and, and tonight, that's about to change, right? I mean, it'll that's be going change. on tonight in Hamilton, Ohio. at 1030 right. 1030p. They're going to break
1: the curse... It's over. Hamilton has got this. They actually played Sycamore two weeks ago. And? and they beat them 28 to 21 at Sycamore. This is in Hamilton. This is the big blue nation. They get the depth tonight.
2: Okay. Good. Uh, all right, third up. Now we get into the good ones. Uh division, we're going let
0: the lawnmower man find out that you picked against. I, him. I
2: won't. You'll try to you'll try to mow me as well. All right. Number division three. We've got Goshen. Taking on Baden, Reed's alma mater. No-brainer. I agree. I'm taking Goshen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tom, which one are you picking?
0: Tom, who are you picking, Tom? Are you kidding me? Come on. He's Hamilton's take... one of the top teams in the state of Ohio every year, Hamilton-Baden. Come on. All right. Oh. Uh, Casey, you taking oh. Baden?
1: Oh, Lord, Goshen. Goshen? Goshen is 3-7 is and seven this year. And Baden's they've, won they've for given, like
2: 40 in a row. I know. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. Do, I was. I, I love Goshen's chances. What can I say? I took a look at Goshen's squad this year, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I love what I was seeing.
1: I uh, I was going to pick Goshen just to appease our good friend of the show, um, ELE Chad Waits, but I can't. I can't. Baden has not lost a game in however long, 40 games in a row. So Regular taking,
0: season. They spit it up in the playoffs. All right, I'm gonna, that's fine. with yeah. Baden.
2: Take, those two are taking Baden. That's fine. They'll, they'll take the losses. I'm, I'm riding with the Hamilton boys tonight, Sycamore Goshen. All right. Uh, fourth game on the, on, this, on the docket. We got we head to uh, Region 20, Division 5. We have Middle t- – <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get through it. Let me get through Region it. Region 20. Region 20, Division 5. Oh, God. I read this and I laughed out loud. Uh, region five division or region twenty division five. We have Middletown Madison taking on Chilla Kathy, Zane Trace, <laughs> and you can throw out the record book those two. Middletown Madison, Chilla Kathy, Zane Trace. Tom, go ahead. Who are you picking? I'm taking uh I'm taking the home team. It's uh, Chilla, Kathy, Zane Trace. It's Chilla coffee. I don't care. Down near Athens, <laughs> down near Athens Ohio. <laughs> oh, I don't care at all. Which and it's one? Middletown? Middletown Madison, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm taking
2: a uh, I'm taking
0: uh, chilli coffee. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> you know
1: what? My cousins went to Middletown Madison. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Mohawks. Middletown Madison. Let's okay. go. Okay,
2: great. All right. Last game on the docket. Uh, we're heading into Region 28, Division 7. We have we have Mechanicsburg at Saint Bernard and Elmwood Place. <laughs> Mechanicsburg taking on Saint Bernard and Elmwood Place. I am
0: definitely taking Saint Bernard.
2: I'm gonna take Saint Bernard too. Uh.
1: I'll just take the Mechanics.
2: <laughs> You're gonna take the Mechanics. All right, that's it. Okay, and now we got Chap power rankings. We ended All the right, sh- here we go. We're now, the these sh- are
0: Elliots this week. Boy, you've been getting a lot of threats on here. I bet so. Uh, friendships on the line. I know. Um, and so, you know, there's <sighs> one be- person, and I, you, weren't, you, you were, uh, had stepped out to do the weather, and I had said to Casey, there's one person. Now, I'm not doing the rankings, but there's one person that better be in the rankings. We'll find out. The top five. We're about to find out. We'll find out. Jolly, Jolly always hangs around, but that's not who I'm talking about.
2: All right. We have honorable mentions first. I didn't put an honorable mention tab, but we have two honorable mentions. Number one is Sharon Peters. Sharon Peters, you're a bum. You're a fake person. You're not real. I don't like you, Sharon Peters, and I think you're Paul. Uh, I can't confirm it, but I think you're Paul. Big league Paul? I think it is. I think that's big league Paul. Uh, The second one's Blackmore. I think that guy sucks. He comes at me all the time. Uh, Thanks for watching the program. But uh, you're no friend of mine, Casey. I'll take it from here. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll run it from mine if that's okay. Okay. Uh, number twelve. We'll start out hot. Number twelve. We're doing top twelve this this week, Tom. Top twelve. Top do 12. we have twelve
0: people? Oh yes, chat? we
2: do. Oh yes, we do. At number twelve, we have Roger. Roger's my guy. Roger's always first in the chat. Uh, well within the starting lineup here of a of a top twelve. Roger, I love you, buddy. Number eleven. Nick Mormon. I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't find a picture of Nick Mormon, so I used a picture of Drew Sample. Nick <laughs> Mormon's my guy. He gives out hockey winners. I love Nick Mormon. I don't know if he's a Vizzy guy. I went to Our Lady of the Visitation for grade school, Tom. The Mormon name is all over Vizzy. Uh, so I don't know if Nick Mormon's a Vizzy guy, but if, he could, if somebody could tell me, while well, I'm doing this, that would be great. Nick yeah. Mormon, you're number 11, buddy. Well, Look,
0: Blackmore says the feeling is very mutual, Elliot. I, so bet, it is for,
2: I bet it is for that clown, Tom. I bet it is. At number 10... We have Justin now. The picture I chose here, Who? Justin. Justin, uh, I forget his name. I forget his last name, but I know it's Justin. He is. He's a member of our of our stream. He he comes on box. Oh, of Line. course, Justin. Absolutely. absolutely. He okay. He got... normally
0: has his last name in That's there right. too.
2: He, he. I forgot the last. I'm only doing first name. Okay. Love Justin. I love Justin. He got in an argument with you early in the week. You guys set, settled it like men. Nobody's a troll in here. These, they, Justin's a good, honorable man. He's cracked the top 10. I love Justin very much. Justin, thank you very much. Where
0: did that picture come from? Is that because we, we were able you had an to an argument. make up? You had an argument. Yeah. Okay, all right. So you, you had on.
2: an argument. You made up. Tom's your picture. All right, number nine. Inside the top 10, we have Molly. Again, I picked, I used this picture. That's who I was going to say. She
0: better be, but she's Mo- not in the top five. I'm disappointed. Well, Go she's ahead. top 10
2: though. She's top 10. Uh, Molly, I, I I met her at the pumpkin town thing over here. Uh, it was, she was great. I loved her. You take her a whole-
0: picture and put it up on Twitter. and
2: Yeah, the, her whole family watches the show. I love Molly very much. Uh, and Molly, thank you for coming. I'm sorry. I, sometimes Is I make fun of her. Is that your picture with her there? Yeah, well, no, that's me. That's unfortunately me with Taylor Swift. That's, I, I, again, I couldn't Her find pictures in there. Though. Well, yeah, but I, I, I thought I this one would be, I thought this week. one would be a little bit funnier it, 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 when you do chat power ranks, You can do whatever the hell you That's do. That's right. I'm going to do it the way I do it. That's Molly, right. I love you. Thank you very much. That's Number right. eight, cracking the top eight. We have Randy. I love Randy. He tweets at us all the time. He misspells everything with his Twitter. That's fine. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Sometimes he at's me, but he forgets to at the rest of the letters. Hey, Randy, I love you. Thanks for watching, pal. The he's Randy. been a little
0: quiet today.
2: He's been a little quiet. That's fine. He's, got, he's, he's, a, he's a working he's busy man. He's busy. Okay. Number seven, my gambling companion, we have Colton. I love Colton very much. We've been sending winners back and forth. He had a brutal- Not lo- that many. He had a brutal- <laughs> yeah. Not that many. Yeah. You're telling me, pal. Uh, Colton, Colton, and I—we we, were—we were talking over our gambling losses. Uh, again, I'm sorry, Colton, you lost last night. We're gonna get them back this weekend. We're gonna have a hell of a weekend. Colton, your top seven.
0: By the way, your good friend Molly—not to interrupt—but she made the—the the point just a second ago that she believes Sharon Peters is a real woman. No, that's incorrect. I'm just throwing it out there. Go that's ahead. it,
2: Molly. That's incorrect. I Go hate ahead. to tell you, Molly. That's—that's that's an incorrect statement. I'm—I'm I'm very sorry you believe that, but that's—that's that's the truth. It's quitter, Paul. Uh, number six. We have Everett. Everett. Everett's my guy. Everett and Reed had a big falling out this week, Tom, because Reed uh, booted. I don't know if you saw this. Reed booted Everett from our chat. Why? He kicked him out because, because Everett asked a Dumbledore question to Marty. Yes, he did. And Marty asked Reed to throw him out. So Reed betrayed his friendship with Everett and kicked him out of the, out of the chat into the sun.
0: Well, that makes me upset because I love when Everett t- does anything to get my dad excited.
2: You're telling me. And I love Everett. Everett, your top six, buddy. Yeah. Number five, Drew Garrison. He's a ball knower. He's a football friend. I love Drew. Drew does a very good job. Uh, he has his own show with, uh, I think it was, it's the Bengals guy who dresses like the Star Wars character. Um, and he me. says he hopes uh,
0: Sharon is real because she called him hot.
2: Well, I'm again, I'm sorry to tell you. You're getting manti manti-tay-o'd. Um, So Drew Garrison, <laughs> Drew, Drew Garrison, you're number five, buddy. Congratulations. Number four, a good friend of the program. We all know him. Leader of men. That's Sir Boy. No doubt. Sir Boy's our guy. Sir Boy's our friend. The very first person when I introduced myself to Chatterbox Sports, Dom. The very first person was Sir Boy Wonder. He yep. introduced me. He welcomed me with his open arms and his stupid big hat that he wore. He was
0: the only guy you could talk to. That's at right. Casey's bachelor party. Really, I mean, they could actually speak and put together <laughs> a full sentence by the time I got down there about ten thirty p.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> number three, number three. This is the top three. This is the big one here. We have Mr. Mo. I oh love Mr. Boy. Mo. I thought Mr. Moe was uh, was a molar fan. I thought that's where the Mo thing. It's not that, uh, but Mr. Mo. I love you. You're always in the chat. You're you're a friend of the program. You're a friend of mine, Mr. Mo. You do a good. You do you do a good job. A guy who has taken over our chat, and this is number two, a guy who has taken over our chat, our Twitter accounts, this guy is a leader of men. He's perhaps the best man I've known. I I sat with him at a baseball game. He came over and said hi to me at the Reds game, Um, and his phone kept ringing. It was some kind of weird bird sound, Tom, and nobody knew where it was coming from. We're like, Mark, I think that's your phone. He's like, no way that's mine. He pulls out his phone. Sure enough, he was playing some game and had some bird thing during the middle of a Reds game. Mark, I love you. Let me put it up, the graphic. Mark Fetters. Mark Fetters. That's my guy. I love Mark Fetters. Soon, I don't know if he's there yet, but soon he's going to start to be number one. On my list, Mark really? Fetters is a Mark Fetters is a leader of men. He takes care of our chat. He takes care of my friends. He takes care of everybody. Mark, I love you. Uh, and his son, shout out to his son. His son made uh, it was son high academia uh, at his high school. I forget what it was. It was all honors something. Mark, he has a very very smart couple of sons that I know of. Mark, you're a very good father, very good man. All right, before you get to number one, there is
0: one question that's asked in here by Big Love. I don't recall seeing Big
2: Love a ton. I don't know either, but I think – I'm pretty sure he's another troll. (laughs) You just think everyone's a troll. I do, because everybody's coming after me, but that's fine. He's not coming
0: after you. He asked a question that I think a lot of people who are new to the program, and we're getting them literally by the thousands on a daily basis, is – He wants to, he, I'm assuming, big love is he. uh, How does the chat power ranking even work? Just so people understand kind of the rules of the game.
2: That's a good question. For me personally, it's usually I I have a pretty firm grasp on the top five. And then after that, I don't want to insult anybody or leave anybody off. Like, I I left Big C. I don't want to spoil it for you. Corey's my guy. He saw me at the Reds game. Uh, We're friends. Big Corey, again, this is not my fault. If you would have typed in the chat earlier today, uh, I would have had you on here. But unfortunately, I missed you. Big C, I'm very sorry you're not on the list today. Honorable mention goes to Big C. I love you very much. I'm very sorry. Uh, I just didn't see your name. But usually, the the other half, I just look at who types in the chat, and I go from there. Uh, Okay, number one. Mouse Cop. No, no more words need to be said. Mouse Cop's always there. He's always relevant. This is my guy, Mouse Cop. I've met him in real life. I've met him in fake life. This is, this is my best friend, Mouse Cop. Me and Mouse Cop, we, we feed each other seedless fruits, uh, and we're, we're best <laughs> friends. We're just best friends in the whole wide world. Um, Mouse Cop, I love you very much, buddy, uh, and let's hope Xavier loses. I'm very sorry about that. Xavier's going to lose.
0: Mouse Cop is on his game.
2: Mouse Cop's always on his game.
0: He really is. Uh, but boy, are you getting killed. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: that one guy, um, there are others that are really, really upset. Although Mouse Cop comes right back and says, Thank you so much, Elliot.
2: That one guy should have been on there. I love that one guy. Again, I forgot him. Excalibur Iron Force. I forgot him. But listen, guys, these, you guys have to talk more in the chat so I remember. I, if you don't talk as much, Mouse Cop spams the chat all day long. That's why he gets number one. Mark Fetters, same thing. He's tweeting at me. He's doing all these things. I love Mark Fetters. He's number two. Tim Hennessy. I forgot Tim Hennessy. I forgot Tim Hennessy. Tim, that's my bad. That's my former pitcher, Tom. He was a great pitcher in Little League. We had a great, we had a great run in the Little League. Uh, what, I don't know if that's a championship. Whatever you call it. But that's it. That's our show. Thank you guys for watching. Tom, Tom, Tom's gonna take. it all away, I man. got.
0: We got two. Um, what, super chats. We've got a couple super chats. Right. Uh, I don't know where all this stuff started yesterday. About uh, a lot of you guys who watch the show, they were like, "Everybody hates the Buckeyes except for Tom," <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> I mean, I love them. So, Sir Boy Wonder five one three wants to know. When does Chatterbox Buckeyes start? Hmm, That's
1: a good question, Tom. They didn't start this year. It's not I mean, too late. May, maybe
0: next year. And then Big C says, I watch this show every day. Just wake up at 2 p.m. when it's all over. Say that again.
1: He wakes up at 2 p.m. when it's all over. So he's not always in our live chat. He watches
0: it after the fact.
1: I got you. Okay. All right.
2: Or he's saying he falls asleep during it.
0: Boy, no. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I was thinking. Uh There are no Jolly Jolly this week.
2: Jolly Jolly should have made it. Listen, I, when, when you're on the spot, I'm making these throughout the show. I'm trying to pay attention. I'm trying to do this and that. I, 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 I'm, reading the, I'm reading the names. I love everybody. AJ. I forgot AJ, too. I met AJ in real life. He had a, he had a Fred bet. I'm very sorry. The next time I do this, I'm going to have a top 20. I'm going to have a top 20, and we're just going to get it out of the way. That's what we're going to do so nobody gets hurt. Okay. Um,
0: I want to get to one cleanup, one final thing here, and then we'll get out of here and get to box to lunch. Elliot, did you tell me that you were invited to Casey's Halloween bash? Yeah, I was. You were? I was invited, okay. yes. Do you know if, if Reed was invited? I know for a fact Reed was invited. He was, okay. Um, do you know if um, uh, Sean was invited? He
2: definitely was, Tom, yep. Sean was definitely invited. Okay. Uh, how about Trace? One hundred. Boss had
0: to be invited, right?
2: Uh, has to be. He's the first one on the list. <laughs> okay. Oh
0: my God. You know where this and is I, going? I oh, I knew where you. Okay, I knew where you were just, going. The
2: first name you told me. This is. And what I and, and, I, and, and I, I feel really bad, Tom, because this is this is a disgusting act by Casey for him to do what he did to you.
0: I mean, if you stop <laughs> and
2: think about it, for
0: those of you that were with the program from the very initial launching of the program, a little over a year ago. Casey, in a Freudian slip moment, talked about working with non-professionals around here. That was one of the most remembered quotes, if there are any remembered quotes from the show. That would be number one, without a doubt. I can't believe that's not in the open when we go to your thing. That should be your line about non-professionals. And Big League Paul can back me up on that. He hasn't stopped laughing. (laughs) <laughs> but to think that here I am, a man my age compared to the rest of you guys. I mean, how many Halloweens does Uncle Tom have left anymore? Oh, right? Uncle Tom. Right? Oh, Tom. Why Tom and I mean, you hard, know, buddy. it's like all of a sudden, big old bash tonight, right? And nothing. No, no, Big old bash is tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night, yeah. Tomorrow night. Okay, well, please tell everybody from the office I said, hey, um... Elliot, please tell everybody I said hello
2: i'll I'll tell everybody. I'll tell everybody you you send them their regards. I'm very sorry, Casey didn't invite you. And, and here's the thing. I asked Tom earlier in this show if he was a guy who dresses up, he loves it. He dresses up like Patchy the Pirate. That's what he does every Halloween, and he could have been there as a pirate for you, Casey. Instead, you're going to get me, who's going to half-ass a baseball costume, and, and nobody's going to like that. And you could have had the star of the show, Tom. Uh, unless
0: you wear the Union Jack flag. Unless
2: the Union Jack thing. I don't think I'm going to find that. I think I'm just going to put on a baseball hat and be on my way. But, I- Casey, do you have any words about? I mean, are you are you are you pissed off no, no, about no, it no
0: or? no, he, he, believe me i i don't ever want to ever make anybody feel bad or give no, no, not no, anything. no no anything no 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 jolly jolly says he is the president of the west coast chapter of nut cutter nation coming from the beautiful metropolis of downtown los angeles well done all right okay
2: we have another we have another super chat Big C says, Tom, I love you, man. We took a picture together at Chatterbox Reds night. Yeah, we I, was did. The o- I was the only guy with the Viking helmet.
0: That's right. That's so exactly right. So that's Big right. C. That's right. Big C. Thank you, Big C. Great to have you. Okay. Uh, are you guys starting box lunch now, or are you waiting uh, 12 minutes? No, we'll start it now. We'll start it right now. You're going to we'll start get, it now. We'll get right into it. Okay. Casey, I hope your party is great tomorrow night. Thank you, Tom. Uh, tell Big League Paul. I'm sure he was invited. I uh, no, he definitely think like Paul, I said, hello.
1: Well, I don't think
2: anyone, Twitter, anyone Paul, from the Twitter office Paul, is going classic.
0: I mean, can you imagine that quitter? Paul was invited.
2: <laughs> this is disgusting. Tom, what happened? What Casey's doing right now to us splitting us apart, not <sighs> inviting Tom to parties that everybody's <sighs> invited to. That's right. Crazy. I bet Jacobs. I bet Jacobs flying down from Alabama.
0: You can mark it down. They host a show together.
2: Ah, it's terrible. <laughs> Jacob, Kay- in fact, is in route right now. Casey is producer number one. He's chair number one. He's Tom's right-hand man. Uh, kind of. And, and while
0: well, he's... <laughs> I said literally to your right hand.
2: And, and Tom didn't get an invite to the party. This is disgusting. I'm very sorry about it, Tom. It's okay. Uh,
0: I'll find something to do. Yeah. I'll find something to do. Um,
2: Another pumpkin town I hear is coming up. <laughs> i
0: <kidding>. Operation Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you get it straight. All right. Sorry. I wish that was going on this weekend. I'd have gone there. Okay. It's time for uh, gentlemen. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Tom. You have a good weekend. You too. Elliot. Uh, You know what? Thanks for being here, fellas. Thank you. You're welcome. The best
2: part of ability. Availability. The best ability, availability.
1: Best ability is availability. Yes.
3: Box lunch right now. Here we go.